Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. We have a shout out. Shout out to Claire. Thanks for the comment, girl. I think she commented on one of our Judy Moody books. And she was like, it was awesome. Thank you. And then we're like, no, thank you. Hey, look at this really quickly. I think you're missing a thumbtack, so be very careful where you walk. Oh, no, I took it off. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. All right. Sorry, we almost had a thumbtack emergency. Okay, ready? Let's see. This might be a double, too. Oh, this is going to be a double. Oh, okay. I think we're going to end up doing, like, depending. I'm going to try to make these these episodes like around 10 minutes. So if they're under 10 minutes, it's going to be, it's going to be two chapters. Okay. Okay. Grin, the grin in the dark. It's a spine chillers book. Chapter five. Upstairs, a door creaks. Hammond mutes the TV and calls towards the steps. A FIFA, a loud whisper, whisper comes from back from upstairs. Hammond, Huh? He says, tossing the remote control into the couch. He goes to the bottom of the steps and then at the top of the top, at the top, both in their jammies looking down at him. Ahmed holding his flashlight and Afifa holding her stuffed stegosaurus are his twin cousins. What are you guys doing out of bed again? He says and climbs towards the stairs. You scared me running around like that. They're going to say like, we didn't run around. Watch. Ahmed and Afifa looked at each other for an instant and then back at Hamid. We had another nightmare, Ahmed said. No, we didn't, Afifa said. Hamid gently put his hands on each of their backs and lead them back down the hallway. If you didn't, he asked, then why are you awake out of bed? The twins stop at their bedroom door. Ahmed gives Afifa a gentle shove. Tell him you're, if you're gonna, he says. She shakes her head. I don't want to. Ahmed shrugs. Look, says Hamid. It's Hamid. It's too late. I don't want to see you two out of bed again tonight. Do you understand? The twins nod. Good, he says as he pushes their bedroom door open. Now go back to bed. Okay, here's the difference between a boy babysitter and a girl babysitter. I would be like this. Listen. I'm going to make a deal with you guys. If you guys are scared, you have to, you can come downstairs and watch TV with me but you have to fall asleep. And as soon as I hear your parents get here, you have to bolt upstairs fast and pretend like you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I would do stuff like that all the time if they were scared. I love, I loved babysitting, but like, I remember what it's like to be scared as a kid and no way as a babysitter, I could not let the kids be scared. I would always let them sneak out of bed and like zoom up as their mom got there. They're like, wake up, go, 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 go. Cause you could always hear the garage door going, you know? Okay. Back to reality. Back to our regular programming. Good. Go back to bed. Like he's a boring adult following every rule. The twins reluctantly walk to their beds and climb under their covers. Won't you tuck us in again? Afifa says. No way, says Hamid. And stay in bed this time. He closes the door and heads heads for the steps. But he stops at short at his aunt and uncle's room. The door's open just a crack. And he's sure he closed it earlier. 
That's weird, he said to himself. The twins must be playing a joke on me. He pokes his head through the doorway to the master bedroom. Everything seems as it was as he left, so he pulls the door shut, and then he checks to make certain it's actually truly shut. It sticks a little, but the doorknob clicks, and it's closed for sure this time. Hammond heads back to the kitchen and finds the old finds an old granola bar, the kind with chocolate chips, the way way back in the pantry. It's the closest thing to a cookie. So he grabs it in a fruit-flavored juice box. When he finishes those two, he closes his eyes. He won't fall asleep. He just needs a little rest. He isn't used to staying up this late after all, but soon he's pulled up his feet and dropped his head into the throw pillow, and he's imagining he's in his bed at home. Something wakes him up. A voice, he thinks, for a moment. Mom? No, he's not at home. He's at Uncle Mo and Aunt Julie's house. He's babysitting. The twins are upstairs sleeping. Hammond is all alone. But I swear, I just heard a voice, he thinks. I guess... Probably you daydreaming because he was... He was, like, napping, yeah. I guess it must have been a dream. Yeah. But I swear I heard a voice, he thinks. The living room is almost completely dark now. The movie must have just ended. Hammond realizes because the screen is black now, aside from the small white... <coughs> the small white prints in the credits. Hammond sits up, his head still foggy with dream and sleep. He grabs the remote and pokes the channel changing button. Anything would be better than a nearly black screen. He finds the local news with two smiling hosts and the room feels safer right away. It also shows the time on the bottom of the screen, 11.25. Whoa, Hamid said, stretching. I slept for a long time. At least the twins are still asleep, he thinks. As he stands up and stretches again a head and head and head into the kitchen. Maybe he miss, missed a box of cookies that in that huge pantry. He should check the freezer. But he doesn't make it to the kitchen before he hears a deaf, a deafening, blood-curling shriek from upstairs. That means, like, a bad scream. Chapter 6. Afifa? Ahmed? Homage, Hamid shouts, running for the stairs. He takes them two at a time and slams the twins' door open. What happened? Afifa and Ahmed stand stronger, stand together on Ahmed's bed. His flashlight beamed on the door in the hallway. On the open door in the hallway, Hammond shuts his eyes from the sh- shields his eyes for the bright from the bright light. Shut that thing off. Ahmed points the beam at down at his face instead. Then Hammond asks, "What is going on? Are you guys okay?" He sees Ahmed nod from the glow of the flashlight and continues, "What's a boy your age doing with a flashlight that bright? Anyways, are you a police officer on patrol or something?" Both of you sit down, he says, and he walks over to the bed. The twins sat down on the bed and look up at him. Why don't you tell me what's going on, Hamid says. Nightmares, Ahmed says, and he shoots his sister a glance. Nope, she says. Then tell him, Ahmed whispers angrily, if you want to. I don't want to, Afifa says. Then I'll tell him, Ahmed says. If you want to, Afifa says with a shrug. Tell me what, Hamid says. Okay, why did he write this book and make the name so different Hammond Ahmed Hammond Ahmed I keep getting them mixed up about the nightmares Ahmed says it's not a nightmare Afifa insists I think it is Ahmed says as he looks at hum- Hamid. oh my gosh I'm not even getting the names right Ahmed says as he looks at Hamid, we have the same nightmare Hammond feels a spine tingle really he says that's weird isn't it it's because we're twins Ahmed says 
No, it isn't, Afifa says. Almond nods. It is, he says. I read it on the internet. Twins have special mental powers. What websites have you been visiting, Hamid asks. Ahmed shrugs. Well, tell me about it, Hamid says. Tell me about your bad dream. The only light in the room comes through the slim gap between the shade and the windowsill. It's a silver moonlight and golden light from the street lamp in front of the house. The only sound is Afifa's yeah, they rushed... Yeah, the same dream just because they're twins. You know. Ahmed, uh, same time, um... It's always It always starts the same, Ahmed says, leaning forward a little, his eyes big, growing even wider. Me and Afifa are in bed, and she's in hers, and I'm in mine. And it's, the, and it's nighttime, just like right now. Ahmed's heart starts beating faster. It's silly, he knows, but Ahmed's, chi- Ahmed's childish voice and frightened tone are giving him shivers. Maybe he's already on the edge because, he escaped, because of the escaped convict on the loose, maybe nearby. Ahmed points a flashlight at Hamid and then back at his own face and goes on. I always say to Afifa, are you awake? And she whispered back, yes, so are you. Because he is, Afifa puts in. The the doorknob clicks. Ahmed goes on, ignoring his sister. And the hinges creak and squeak and slowly, slowly open as the door, slowly, slowly as the door begins to open. And then it's dark in the hallway, Afifa says. It's always dark out there. It's never... It's never when the hall light is on. Never, Ahmed says. The light's never on, but it doesn't matter because we don't have to see it. We know what's there. Ahmed takes his sister's hand and they look at each other. The clown. Hammond nods. Of course it's the clown. Like Aunt Julie said, that's what that's why she put away all the clown decorations, apart from the life size apart from the life size doll in her bedroom. I wonder if the twins still know it's there, Hammond thinks. Guys, he said, keeping his voice gentle and bringing a soothed to his smiling face. <sighs> bringing a, th- a soothing smile to his face. At least he's hoping it's soothing. The clown that's in your mom, that your mom collects, they can't hurt you. You know that, right? Yeah, we know, Afifa replies. Of course we know. Hammond's relieved at that much, at least. Ahmed nods. Mommy's clowns aren't real, he says, and his voice is flat and cold. Hamid decides, then and there, to ask his aunt about the clown in the bedroom. Ahmed and Afifa are still obviously upset, so maybe it's time to say goodbye to the biggest and worst of the bunch. So what does he do, Hamid asks, the clown who makes you, who comes into your bedroom, I mean. Ahmed glances at Afifa as if they'd spoken without, if, as if they'd spoken without speaking, like they can just send messages to one another with their minds. Afifa takes a deep breath and continues for Ahmed. He's bigger than me and Ahmed, Afifa says, her voice timid, a timid whisper. Nothing like the whisper that Hamid heard from the upstairs, upstairs earlier tonight. But what if it wasn't her, he wonders. Hmm. The idea leaves Hamid feeling cold. He grips the edge of Ahmed's blanket like he would have gripped his little stuffed dog when he was their age. He's as big as you, cousin Hamid, she said, and he tips hose into our room until he's standing in between our beds, and then he just stands there, staring and grinning at us. Like a clown, Ahmed says, his voice trembling. Well, does he hurt you, Hamid says. Afifa shakes her head. No, he just smiles, she says. Then he steps closer and closer like he wants to tell us something. The first time it happened, we just smiled back at him. But then his smile, Ahmed said, but he trailed off. 
Fifa finishes for him in a whisper. He looks creepy. Mean, Ahmed adds. It makes me cry, Afifa says, and I always scream when he starts to come closer to me or one of us. So then he runs out. And that's and that wakes me up, says Ahmed. You're you were awake the whole time, Afifa insists. She could really truly believe that this evil clown was could she really truly believe that this evil clown is visiting their bedroom at night, Hamid wonders. Hamid wonders. But when a little voice in his head whispers, Do I believe it too? He checks the clock. It's nearly midnight, and now he's exhausted. It sounds like a very scary dream, he said. Give the kids Benadryl. <laughs> you can't give the kids their eyes, kids. <laughs> he scoops up a FIFA in his arms and lays her back on her own bed. But you really do need to get back to sleep. All right, cousin Hamid, Afifa says. Good night, Hamid says, as he walks out of the bedroom. And this time, stay in bed. Okay. I'm just going to be real. Who would really be upset with kids that were that terrified of something? And why doesn't he say, do you want me to stay in your room? And like watch TV on his phone. Or like be a good babysitter and let them come on the couch. If they're really that scared that they're crying, you can bring them on the couch with their pillow. And so you can, you can each sit on one side of me. But you have to keep your eyes closed the whole time. Right? That's totally fair. What a, he's a crummy yeah, babysitter. Get a girl. What? You let me, when you guys were watching a movie, you, got, you let me sleep on the couch next to you? Absolutely. If you're scared, come on. No problem. I'm happy to do that. 